Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Unfolded Hearts Talk, a production of Unfolded Hearts Ministries, a nonprofit organization of biblical counsel and spiritual formation, a ministry dedicated to equipping, encouraging, and teaching. You can find us on the web at www.unfoldedhearts.org. Hey everyone, welcome this evening. We thank you. Those that are in the live chat listening live and those listening on demand, we welcome you this evening. Um, and we thank you for joining us for our May broadcast. It's May 16th, 2016. And um, this evening, our topic is going to be on intercession. And we have a special guest um, that we're going to be discussing intercession on and learning um, really what she's learned in her own prayer closet on intercession. And, um, and that is our guest is Elaine. And Elaine is also a part of Unfolded Hearts Ministries. She sits on a board chair of Unfolded Hearts ministries. Um, She is a faithful servant and daughter of the king. She is um, a wise daughter who brings joy to her father. And uh, she's actually even a wise virgin who keeps her oil, the lamp of her oil, full um, unto the Lord. And we're grateful for that. And um, I will just tell you, have you ever met Delaine? And I may ask her to share later, <laughs> unbeknownst to her. But if you've ever met her, um, you would want to get your name on her prayer list. <laughs> and I may ask her to explain uh, what the Holy Spirit has showed her, um, just out of the view of the Father's heart and how he feels about prayer is very um, precious. And she does have a liquid heart of gold. So uh, we welcome you tonight, Elaine. It's glad I'm glad that you're here with us. Well, thank you. I'm humbled by that um, <laughs> introduction. Um, but um, hello to you and all the listeners. Thank you. Thank you. And again, we're, we are going to be talking about um, interceding and the leading, the relying on and trusting in the Holy Spirit and into our prayers and petitions. I just have a couple of verses. First Timothy 2.10, it says, first of all, then admonish and urge that petitions, some versions say supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be offered on behalf of all men. Romans 8.26. So too, this is to amplify it, the Holy Spirit comes to our aid and bears, up, bears us up in our weakness, uh, for we do not know what prayer to offer, nor how to offer it worthily as we ought. But the Spirit himself goes to meet our supplication and pleads in our behalf with unsearchable yearnings and groanings too deep for utterance. That is, I, I, some of the um, New Testament is, well, we don't have a lot of written prayers there. We have very rich understanding and in-depth into some of the um, verbiage over prayers, and that is one of them. Romans 8.34, who, um, who is there to condemn us? Well, Christ. Uh, the Messiah who died, or rather who was raised from the dead, I love that, who was at the right hand of God actually pleading as he intercedes for us. So uh, with that introduction of scripture, and I know that I'm sure you have several um, scriptures yourself, which we'll get to as we um, move 
Um, and in three here, I'm just going to kind of go through and ask you some questions and see how the Holy Spirit leads us because we might um, actually end up punting a couple times or <laughs> bunting, whatever it might be, whatever sport you want to call that. But if you could just tell our listeners tonight, Elaine, just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you learned that to even call, become how you became an intercessor or even the fact that you would call yourself to become to learn to call yourself an intercessor, if you will. Um, okay, well, I am a homeschool mom, and um, I guess that's what God saw fit for me to be an intercessor also. But um, I was, I've been an intercessor for over 30 years, and um, when I was 18, I rededicated my life to the Lord, got filled with the Holy Spirit, and shortly after that, I had, I guess what you would say, it may be a spirit of travail and labor come upon me. But at that time, I had really no knowledge of what was happening to me. I really didn't understand it. Um, So I guess, um, you know, I just sought God on the matter, and the Lord just had given me scriptures such as Romans 8.26 and began teaching me about the ministry of intercession. And um, so that's kind of like, it was like the Holy Spirit was my teacher at the beginning. Sure, sure. And for our listeners, the Romans 8.26 was the verse that I read from the Amplified. And so then how did you, how did you begin to learn from there after um, um, well, the leading of the Holy I did, Spirit? I, I, I did have... Um, like I was able to get a hold of some teaching tapes. Um, And so that did help me um, somewhat. But at the time, um, there was no Internet. And so um, I I just, um, like I said, I would just like seek scriptures. And um, I just felt like the Lord was showing me through scriptures and, and, and some teaching. And I, I guess what I did was really hold on to the, the small teachings that I would hear, like um, here and there, you know, um, because just mm-hmm. it wasn't something that was preached from the pulpit, um, like the, the type of intercession of travail and labor. So um, I would just, you know, if I would, if I'd come across a book or, um, or just, you know, hear of a teaching, then I would just really gobble it up and, and try to learn from that. Sure. And so when you talk about uh, this travail um, and the prayer of intercession, can you talk a little bit more about experiencing that? Um, yes. Um, <laughs> well, um I, like I said, I was never, like, looking for intercession. And um, so um, when I would start to feel this burden to intercede, it wasn't just about, like, speaking in tongues or praying in tongues. It was, like, a deep groaning, uh, uh, like like Romans 8.26 talks about um, um, a groaning with, um, that cannot be uttered. So um, it is a very physical um, type of intercession. Um, it's, it can be exhausting at times, but it's really yield, yielding yourself and your body over to the Holy Spirit to allow 
him to accomplish what he wants to. So it's, um, it is, um, you know, just a, it's a physical, it's a physical act and a spiritual act kind of at the same time, because God's accomplishing something in the spiritual realm, but um, you're doing something, I guess, in the spiritual, but also in the physical. Okay. And do you oftentimes um, get a release from that or, or no? Um, Well, okay. For me, what I've experienced is like, I I feel like I go through seasons of intercession where, um, you know, I might, I might feel the burden to intercede for weeks, but it, it comes in like waves where it's, it's very strong at times and then a lessening. Um, and God is so gracious because like, if I have to go do something just in the natural, like make dinner or whatever, um, or go talk to somebody or uh, homeschool my kids, well, there's a lessening of that. Um, but there are other times where it's just, you know, a very deep um, burden, and it may, might be in the middle of the night, like the Lord's just waking me up to say, okay, I need you to intercede. And so um, usually I'll go downstairs and in our playroom slash schoolroom um, so that I'm, you know, just away from everybody and have my own, like, prayer closet there, and um, and I won't disturb anybody. <laughs> so. Yeah. And so do you know um, during these times who you're praying for when you're interceding, or is there any revelation there? Well, I have, you know, thoughts of who I possibly could be praying for because I know of a lot of different situations and have through the years of people needing prayer um, or, you know, just things I'm praying in the natural for. I've never, ever in my 30 years uh, felt like the Lord has said, you are specifically praying for this. And so um, I don't, I just pray in faith trusting that God is accomplishing what he wants to, that I'm possibly birthing souls into the kingdom or helping somebody on the other side of the world who may be going through some, you know, really difficult time, um, maybe being persecuted, or maybe I'm interceding for myself or um, at times what God wants to birth in and through me, um, or maybe I'm praying for my children. So I don't know specifically, and I do pray um, with the understanding for, you know, a lot of different people in my family and everything. But when I'm in intercession, I'm not exactly um, sure, you know, who I'm praying for, exactly what I'm praying about. But I, one time I had um, contacted um, a prayer ministry um, online. And so I emailed somebody asking them about not knowing, like, you know, what I'm praying for. And um, he had said that one time he had spoken with a woman who, you know, was pressing God, what am I praying about? Who am I praying for? And, um, you know, God finally revealed it to her and it was devastating. It was very overwhelming for the woman. And so mm-hmm. since that, I, since I heard that, I haven't been anxious about asking God, what am I praying for? I'm just trying to be as faithful as I can. 
in that intercession. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, wow, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Because sometimes I think, and I'm sure the listeners do too, that sometimes we, um, from the Holy Spirit, we have times of interceding, you know, where the Lord will give us like what might feel like an assignment, if you will, <laughs> to pray through mm-hmm. something, you know, but um, we might not say necessarily, um, or many people might not say, well, we're all called to pray, like I read in First Timothy 2, uh, 1, um, mm-hmm. but, um, and there's, I know, another verse that says pray always, but um the inner, but we might not say like our first calling is to be an intercessor, but yet we might have these unctions of um, urgency to pray through something or <clears throat> this burden to pray through something um, and this form of intercession that comes on us maybe um, in a due time and a due season. I know sometimes I've heard um, – people who are also very discerning of spirits and maybe somewhat prophetic, like even um, drive through a certain part of the city or they're on vacation or traveling through and they can start to take on the temperature of what's maybe happening in that region and, and feel the intercession to, to pray that through as they're in proximity traveling through that city, if that makes sense. And so I think a lot of us, I just want to tune to a lot of the listeners, um, maybe I'm certain have had that type of intercession um, happen to them. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say um, one last thing because when I was, excuse me, typing up that scripture this afternoon, I thought, well, I'm going to look up because I know the word intercession is not necessarily used much in scripture. So I wanted to look up what that word meant intercession in first Timothy two, one. And that was the only time this, type of word intercession was used and the definition was um, and you probably already know this but a falling in with a meeting with an interview coming together to visit converse for anything an other cause um, a conference conversation and you know that tells me that um you know, to really a falling in with, we're actually following in line with the Holy Spirit. We're not the ones calling the intercession or calling the conference or wanting to converse or coming together with. We're actually coming into it through the um, invitation of the Holy Spirit. That's what intercession is, you know. And we might, maybe Mm -hmm. there's something that we're interceding for a long time. If you know of something, like perhaps a city or a nation, because we know that was the hurt, of Jesus, I mean, we could maybe go back into it and converse with him and meet with him through our intercession. But I just thought that that was interesting and a nice little slide note. I don't know, that just helped me a little bit. Um, oh, yeah, that's that's an excellent definition. And um, I, I can't remember exactly where it is, um, but we do labor together. Um, I, I, I know it's the the scripture is somewhere about laboring with the Lord or <clears throat> joining labors with others. Um, mm, okay. So yeah. It, it's like we are, um, we are joining with the Holy spirit in prayer. Um, so yeah, that's an excellent definition. Good. Good. Now what else, um, 
do have sometimes people, as I was saying, going through the they have their spiritual discerning, but sometimes are um, do you find your emotions can be triggered during your intercession time? Oh, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it, that that is um, a huge thing um, for intercessors is that they may feel depressed, sad, um, alone. Um, they may feel like God's mad at them. Um, so, yeah, uh, the emotions play a huge part in intercession. That's why um, an intercessor has to really know who they are in Christ and understand what intercession is all about. Um, I have this uh, friend at church who is um, also an intercessor, and she, one time I asked her, I said, um, I was just asking her, telling her how I feel sometimes during intercession. And she said, yeah, sometimes I say, God, are you mad at me? And um, it was like the best thing she could have said to me because I felt like, oh, I'm not alone. She understands, you know. And um, for her to say that, it was like, oh, yeah, this is, this is a common thing, I think, among intercessors. It's, it's not only physically exhausting, it can be emotionally exhausting. And that's why, like, a lot of times when I'm interceding, I'll be confessing scripture, too. I mean, here and there, I'll, I'll just, like, or I'll be meditating upon scripture of who I am in Christ um, and realize that what I'm feeling is not... Uh, God mad at me. It's it's the burden of prayer, possibly the burden, um, so to speak, of sin who of who I'm praying for, or um, just a burden of what somebody else might be going through. Um, and I'm I'm feeling it um, emotionally and physically, um, but it's it's not against me. And I think that the enemy sometimes want intercessors to think, um, oh, this is all about you. You're, you're bad. God's mad at you. You know, you're, um, he's disappointed in you. You're a failure, blah, blah, blah. When really we need to focus not on ourselves, but on what, um, what God is accomplishing through us. Um, because that's, I mean, that's where you have to keep your mindset. You have to just go, wait, I'm, I'm a vessel here. God has chosen to use me. And so um, I'm available. God, it might not be fun, but I, I'm, I want to be willing so that your will can be accomplished. Amen. Well, I thought I was going to do this at the end. We usually offer some resources to our listeners, but I think right now, because I want to make sure at the end that we actually have time to pray so we don't break it up in two different parts there. But um, just if there's any, because this I think is a good place to recommend um, any books that you've read or any other articles or anything you'd like to suggest to the listeners who are identifying with everything that you're saying. Okay. Well, um, one book that's really ministered to me is Alice Smith's book, Beyond the Veil, and it's Entering into Intimacy with God Through Prayer. And um, that's an excellent source. Um, And she even talks about in in there of like even how intercessors might feel. (laughs) And so that was like really helpful to me. 
Um, also, what is helpful, another book that I have is Help, I'm Married to an Intercessor, which is by Eddie Smith, her husband. So oh, okay. um, even though even though I'm I'm the one who's the intercessor, I've been ministered to through his book as well because it just even goes um, it continues to talk about you know what an intercessor might experience emotionally physically and so that was helpful to me so I do recommend those two books as well as. Um, there's um and it's an older book but it's called the ministry of intercession by andrew murray um that is helpful and i just want to suggest and i i love um autobiographies and biographies and Mm -hmm. i've read um about like smith smith wigglesworth um and um charles finney and you know just reading their stories and um knowing they they were intercessors too and just what they went through is encouraging because um mm-hmm. it's like it's just anything you read where somebody else went through it and I mean these were mighty men of God and it's just it's just encouraging. I mean the the faithfulness that they had, you know, and of course there's a lot of different um good books out there. Um I do wanna mention also that um, there is a study guide called Compassion, Compassionate Prophetic Intercession by um, James W. Goal. I think I'm saying his last name right, G-O-L-L. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And that, that has really been helpful also. So. Okay, very good. Oh, yeah, oh, I, I do want to. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to mention other, another thing, too, is that because the internet is available now, I have found um, more recently, um, you know, just really helpful um, websites when I type in, like, um, things about travailing in prayer or groaning in the spirit. Um, and then okay. I've gotten a lot of good information off the internet. Okay, very good. And then I would just um, verify with our listener friends that you want to make sure you ask your spiritual mentors and people that are um, walking alongside of you any names um, because we just want to verify that we're getting um, from a valid, uh, uh, reputable (laughs) name um, that, you know, someone who's standing on the word. Um, so mm-hmm. if you pull up articles because I do that too because sometimes I'll read and then I'll think well I've never heard of them and, and, or I'll ask the Lord to verify it if that's right Lord you verify it and, and um, auntie well just because I haven't heard of them doesn't, or her doesn't mean that they're not valid I just want a verification from the Holy Spirit that that is indeed his leading uh, as well and sometimes our spirits take that in and they know that you know um, since the time that we broadcasted this i got an email so i just want to um with a book a new book that's coming it says the intercessor handbook how to pray with boldness authority and supernatural power and it's by jennifer and i'm not sure how you say your last name it's e-i-v-a-z and i think that's coming out within the next couple weeks so i just happened to receive that email and i like to listen to her she calls herself the praying prophet so um 
She does a good job there. So we, I did actually title the program Intercession Standing in the Gap. So do you want to talk a little bit from Ezekiel 22:30 and about standing in the gap there? Um, yes, I, I do. Um, yeah, I, I've read a lot of different um, things about the intercessor as being one who stands in the gap for um, somebody else. And um, I have this one um, Bible, and it talks about in that, um, okay, let me just read it. Okay, I sought, so I sought for a man among them who would make a wall and stand in the gap before me on behalf of the land that I should not destroy it, but I found no one. And that's, like you said, Ezekiel 2230. And um, in uh, one of the commentaries in my Bible, it says that it says that this scripture refers to standing in the gap is a metaphor for committed intercession. So um, I believe that that's what the Lord is doing. He's looking for people who are willing to stand in the gap for others and intercede for them. Um, you know, like being willing um, to birth, so to speak, birth them into the kingdom, the lost, mm-hmm. Um for one thing, um, you know, I I believe that, you know, somebody prayed for us. Somebody prayed us into the kingdom. And, um, you know, we just need to be willing to stand in the gap for others and, um, and, and be willing. And I don't think that this side of heaven, intercessors um, and people who are praying for others, you know, those willing to pray, um, will really not see um, the full fruits of our labors until, until we're there, until we're in heaven. Um, mm-hmm. But we need to, that's why we just need to pray in faith and, and just do our best to be faithful. But, um, yeah, I really think that's important for us to, to be yeah. willing to stand in the gap and God to say, yeah. are, are you willing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good picture, too, and a good, you know, we had, um, my daughter and I were talking the other day, and we were talking about time. She was talking about something, she said, well, that's going to take a lot of time, you know. She said, it's not about the money, it's about the time. And I said, yeah, isn't that interesting nowadays, um, and you say that if we'd be willing, um, because it does take our time. I said, and nowadays, our time is more costly and more valuable than actually the dollar bill. That's the way it is right now in this world that we're in. So, to come to the Lord even in a secret place or the dwelling place and to come unto him with your time and the preciousness of your time. And maybe some listeners need to give the first fruit of your week or the first fruit of your time to the Lord and whatever that might look like for you. Because, you know, it doesn't, it says uh, all prayers at all times, continually praying. So, you know, we're, some are born larks and some are born owls, you know. So if you want to, it doesn't, don't feel guilty if it's not in the morning. When I say the first fruit of time, it means set aside some prime time that you would give to the Lord that is your prime time, whatever that would be, that would be your first fruit to the Lord, you know, and whether that be on Monday, Sunday, whatever that might be, but it is your time and your offering to the Lord. I would just encourage you in that. And then, of course, Uh, when he prompts you and he comes with you because he's going to come and converse with you and ask you to pray for things and for pray for people. And one thing I was going to go back to you talking about James Gould, G-O-L-L, or however you, uh, I hope I'm not um, mispronouncing his last name. Yeah, Well, uh, there was, 
Yeah, there was a class that I took on prophetic intercession, and he did a large portion of that. And that was a really good, um, I mean, I learned that is basically how the Lord uses me with prophetic intercession. So, um, and I like that most of the time. Some of the times I do feel, as you were saying, but a lot of the times there is a um, somewhat of a release. Or sometimes I just speak it, and again, I don't know when. Um, that's going to unfold <laughs> when when heaven's going to meet <clears throat> earth and mm-hmm. um, in that timely moment. Well, we're going to be we're going to be leaving our on air guest, and only have about fifteen more minutes. And I do want you to pray. So let me just go over my notes and see. Um, I do want you to since we we're talking about scripture. Oh, you know, you were talking about a commentary you read. Is there uh, any other? Did you read another commentary recently that you wanted to share with our listeners? Um, yes, and, and it's funny because um, I, I, I'm currently going through a season of intercession right now. Um, and, you know, I was just interceding, and it helps when, when I am in intercession is to be reading the Word, to be reading books that maybe talk about intercession, um, um, I mean, because I can I can read and intercede at the same time, which um, if you know I, I feel like if if that is helpful, that's a good thing. And as I was um, interceding, I felt like the Lord guided me to um, this little um, life lesson that I read, and um, I'd like to read this if I could. Um, Please do. Yes, this I'm is, excited. Okay, this is. From Devotions for a Deeper Life by um, Oswald Chambers. And it says, God wants praying people who will vicariously take on the difficulties of the various churches and denominations and communities, and I would even say add, and nations in which they live. He wants us to present these difficulties before God being identified with them. The New Testament teaches that we are raised up together to sit in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, not raised in isolation, but together. God grants that we may learn the tremendous meaning of intercessory prayer. Intercession includes vicarious repentance, feeling all the distress and all the pain of the sins of the people to whom we belong as if they were really our own. Are you willing to make this your ministry? And when I read that, I felt like God was just saying to me, look, this is what it's about. I'm just reminding you. This is, it's like being, praying, you know, um, it's vicariously, um, it's, it's taking on that burden vicariously. And um, so I, I just, felt like God was like just reminding me okay this is what it's about it's not about you I'm not mad at you this is um you know this is what intercession is about it's standing in the gap it's it's taking that being willing to take that burden upon you yeah that's really good that's encouraging I think that you should either type that up or copy it and put it in places where you pray to remind yourself because I feel like, Elaine, I mean, we didn't talk about this before. I mean, you said that there was something, but we didn't necessarily talk about it beforehand. But when you were reading that, I felt like, okay, just like when there was prophetic people, you know, there's, 
they have a different emphasis on how they're prophetic. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, like one might be a strong encourager, ex- exhorter, um, speaking comfort. You know, there might be like a zeroed in emphasis in why they're prophetic, but there's an emphasis in how they do that and how they carry it. And I'm sure that that's probably true with intercession as well. And so when that was saying that you're carrying the um, sin of another, I, I feel like maybe the Holy Spirit wanted specifically for you to know that, that that is in part what you are doing specifically as an intercessor, while certainly other intercessors do that as well. But I feel like he was wanting you to know that is the part where you feel maybe heavy or extremely burdened or the enemy might use Mm -hmm. that against you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because, um, you know, yeah, I feel like that is, you know, there was one time, I just want to say this with our listeners um, real quick. There was one time where um, Elaine and I have actually been praying together once a week, you know, on and off to give or take vacations and guests (laughs) and any sickness. But um, since 2002, so that's like 14 years, I think. And one time we were praying, and I've never had this happen to me since that I can recall, but we were praying, and it was in the uh, nighttime, and I remember I was on the floor just in a certain, and I kept feeling these little pings, like hitting my arms and hitting my my legs, and I said, Lord, what is that? Because it was odd, like it was noticeable, like, I, I don't know, like someone was poking me with a pen, a pin kind of. And I said, Lord, what is that? And there was actually, and this is the only time this has ever happened to me that I can recall, and I'm certain I would recall something like this, but the Lord spoke to me and said that I was actually carrying the burden of a pain. Some missionary in another country was actually being stoned. Wow. And I was actually, I could feel it in my body where the hits were mm-hmm. being and and how I was on the floor the Lord was even showing me I was even like in the same posture uh, that this mm-hmm. person was in and um, and I even had just an inwardly unction that this person even prayed Lord have you know what I'm saying like have mm-hmm. a, someone carry my burden or carry my um, pain you know help me to carry this mm-hmm. pain Lord you know Wow. I actually yeah. heard one. Yeah, I actually heard one pastor uh, one time speak on. Um, he was talking about traveling, and he said sometimes when he feels weak or he, you know, certain parts where he doesn't feel like he can carry on his own, he'll say to the Lord, "Lord, have the intercessors pray for me now. Mm-hmm. I ask you to have the mm-hmm. intercessors carry me in prayer." Wow. So that's, that's, um, that's big, interesting. Big I like that. I think I'll use that one. <laughs> yeah. And I can, tell, mm-hmm. I can say I've, I've said that a couple of times. I'm not just, you know, flippantly, but I've said that to the Lord, just remembering hearing him say that. And um, I can think of a handful of times where people have walked up to me in church just that week and said, Oh, you were on my mind this week. I prayed for you. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, God was showing me that he does answer that, you know? Yeah. Well, um, I know myself, like, like when I'm in intercession, I often think of other intercessors and I pray for them. God, give them strength. Give give your intercessors strength, you know, bring more intercessors into your kingdom, you know, bring the labors into the harvest. Um, And what you had said earlier about, um, you know, like, 
um, need praying um, maybe possibly for, like, souls into the kingdom. I have mm-hmm. told the Lord um, in the past, I want to bring a certain amount of, you know, souls into the kingdom of God. And um, so I am often, I try to remember that, you know what, you had prayed that, Elaine, and God is putting that um, that burden upon you to pray. And so um, yeah. it helps me when I remember that. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember another time, maybe we'll just end like this, kind of just um, hitting stories back and forth to each other. Um, but I remember another time I actually was um, – I came home from something, I was out, and then I came home, I sat down, and I was going to kind of settle in, and I had this deep, like, within my gut, it wasn't me feeling it, but I could feel this deep reservoir of, um, not necessarily low, it was a mix between, like, confusion, maybe some sadness, and some grief or loneliness, I mean, kind of a mix of all in there, I don't know if those are all the right words, but it was really deep within me that it was very striking to me. And I said to the Lord, I, I thought to myself for a second in my mind, and I thought, this is not me feeling this. Like I have no reason in my natural to feel this. I don't feel this way. Like I thought it was me. And then I thought, what's wrong with me? You know? And then I thought, mm-hmm. wait a second, this isn't me. And so I said, Lord, what is that? You know, what is it? This isn't me. What is this? You know? And I just had this incredible somewhere just to go. And I wasn't that hungry, but I thought, go to Publix and get this rotisserie chicken, you know. And anyways, mm-hmm. I did. And I ran into another intercessor. And lo and behold, and again, I don't know if those were all the right words that I used to describe how I was feeling, but she was feeling that way. And I know that God sent me there on her behalf, you know. So sometimes our well, prayers are active. Yeah, sometimes our prayers are, are in our faith. We have active faith, right? But um, it's good to even ask the Lord and encourage him too. And, and um, you know, he's, he, I know he wanted to share this scripture today because he spoke this last night to me. said in Jeremiah 33, 3, call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. So we do ask him. We're limited um, this side of heaven. But he makes up the super part and the supernatural part as well. Hey, if you could just tell our listeners um, before we end, which we do need to end. Let's just end here. Sorry I didn't get to all of your questions, but thank you so much for um, joining us and being with us here today. And maybe we could, I want to see how what the Lord does with this and how he uses it and moves us and propels us forward by the nature of the leading of his angelic host. <laughs> But um, okay. tell our listeners before I um, before I ask you to pray for them, if you could just real quick, because we just have about um, five more minutes, um, just what the Lord showed you with your prayer list, because I know He feels this way about prayer. So, um, well, I have through the years had um, multiple written prayer lists, and um, now I have a mental prayer list, which um, I just think God supernaturally just keeps um, people in my mind and names upon my mind of somebody I may have said, I will pray for you. And I just know that it's my heart. I mean, prayer is my thing. And I just feel like that's God's heart too. Um, 
he, after all, I mean, Jesus sits at the right hand of the Father making intercession for us. You know, so that is God's heart. And um, as an intercessor, that's my heart. And there are just times that I may be out um, at the store and just God might put upon my heart just to say, just go ask that person how you can pray for them, you know. And um, and, and I'll do that. And it's just um, really amazing how God works that way. But, um, I, yeah, God is just um, – so awesome and so good and when we make ourselves available he'll use us and um so you know and and he wants to use us through prayer and though i don't know exactly how prayer works i know it does and i know it's god's heart too yes amen amen and so could i have you um i just want to thank you again for joining us and your precious time and um and being with us and sharing all that you did i thank all of our listeners who joined us live and for those who will be joining later um um the podcast we thank you for joining us we'd love to hear from you if you'd like to send a testimony or a request you're welcome to find us on the web at www.unfoldedhearts.org you can find a contact form on our website, Elaine, um, could you pray for our listeners and we'll end and we'll see, um, everyone next month. Okay. Um, I do want to say thank you for inviting me for this, um, um, time and, um, father, I just lift up all the listeners out there. Father, I just pray God that you would help, um, every one of them to know you more intimately to know you through prayer um, and through worship and however um, however it is that they need to know you more intimately, God, that they would know you that way and that they would be strengthened by the power of your Holy Spirit. Um, I specifically pray for intercessors that they would have the strength of the Lord and the understanding of the Holy Spirit to really know um, what intercession is all about and how it is a form of standing in the gap for others. So, Father, I just thank you for ministering to each and every person listening. God, may your will be accomplished in each and every one of their lives for your glory. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, listeners. Again, thank you, Elaine. And we, I just bless each of you in Jesus' name. And may his creative works create in you. Um, his good pleasure and will and purposes um, that they would unfold in a timely manner and may it be on earth um, as it is in heaven. So we thank you. We want to even join. um, May we all even join Jesus in the intercession of heaven and come into agreement and unity with heaven over what he prays for ourselves, what he prays for our children, our spouses, um, our ministry, our artistry, um, however we might serve him. And then through the local body um, and the gifts that he's given, we give back to him for his greater glory. And so um, we thank the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Jesus, um, that every time we do pray, we are coming into um, we are coming into a session with you and conversing um, at your table and interviewing you and meeting with you and falling in line with Jesus's prayers in heaven. So we thank you for the assurance of that. In Jesus' name, I will bless Mm -hmm. you um, and have a good evening. Goodbye.